from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is the international service in English from Adventist World Radio in Pune. On our broadcast today, we have music followed by a story for children. With more music coming in, you will also hear a short message from God's word. This is Maureen. I'm your host Sharad and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Whenever we feel low, we long for a friend's shoulder to lean on, to express our deepest emotions and share our sorrows. But not always our earthly friends are available. Am I right? Most of the times they are busy and absorbed in their own personal lives. But there is someone who is ever waiting to listen to us. The telephone connection to heaven is never busy. Earthly friends may turn against us and reveal our intimate secrets to others and even laugh at us one day. But God's heart of love is touched by our sorrows. He never reveals it to anybody. He wants us to take our trials to his sympathy, our sorrows to his love. Our wounds to his healing. There is no chapter in our experience too dark for him to read. No tears are shed that he does not notice. Then why do we hesitate? Well, I want to tell all my problems only to Jesus. I want to keep all of my wants, joys, sorrows, cares and fears before God. What about you?
are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope from Pune, India. And now it's time to hear a story. Dear friends, today I'm going to tell you a story entitled The Golden Key. The story I'm going to tell you is about the Golden Palace. This Golden Palace had many rooms which were filled with toys and with all the things that children like most. There were rooms for little girls filled with dolls, prams and delicately colored little dishes. And there were rooms for boys with bicycles and trains and many other wonderful things. However, this palace had a secret. There were magic keys that opened its doors. The doorkeeper was the only one who held the golden keys to the golden palace. These keys were given only to boys and girls who measured up to certain requirements. One day a little girl appeared at the gate of the Golden Palace and said, Mr. Watchman, please let me have the key to the room filled with toys for the little girls. The watchman, as he stroked his chin and looked at the little girl thoughtfully, Did you meet the requirements? asked her gently. Oh yes, she eagerly replied. I helped my mummy all morning. I dusted the furniture, I washed the dishes. She paused a moment. Oh yes, and I even helped my mummy make the beds. And she held out her hand impatiently for the shining key. I am very sorry, said the watchman sadly, shaking his head. But that is not enough. You will have to go home and try again. The little girl felt very sad as she left the palace and slowly started homeward. On her way, she chanced to see a poor blind man begging at the roadside. Paisa, paisa. He intoned as he saw the little girl approached. As she gazed at the poor deformed creature looking hopefully up at her, a sudden idea struck her. I know what I'll do, she thought gleefully. I'll run home and get my pocket money and give it all to this beggar. Then the keeper of the golden palace will be sure to let me enter and play with the toys. So she ran home as fast as she could, got out her little bank and opened it. As she did so, a stream of bright new paisas poured out on her bed. Hastily grabbing them up, she ran back down the road to the blind man, who was still sitting there begging. Here, she said ungraciously, here is all my pocket money. I want you to have it. The old beggar was so surprised and happy and he thanked the little girl very much. Then she ran back to the golden palace. Oh, so you have come back, said the keeper of the palace before she spoke out. Yes, answered the little girl breathlessly. I gave all my paisas to the poor beggar man. Now may I enter the golden palace and play with all the beautiful toys? The keeper of the palace thought for a minute and then very sadly shaking his head once again, he said, I am very sorry, but it is not enough. You still have not met the requirements. With a heavy heart, the little girl turned away and started for her home. 
On her way, she met an old woman carrying a lot of packages. Every now and then, some of the bundles kept dropping to the ground. As she stopped to pick one, the other would fall down. She did not know what to do. Just then, the little girl came along. Oh, she thought, now is my chance. I will help this old lady and then, for this good deed, the keeper of the gate will surely give me the golden key to the golden palace. So going up to the old lady, she said, May I help you with the parcels? Yes, please do, smiled the old woman gratefully. You are such a good little girl. No one else has offered to help me carry the parcels. Thank you so much. Back to the golden palace, skipped the little girl, sure now that she would be given the magic golden key. When the guard saw her coming, he called out, Oh, oh, so you have come back again. What good deed did you do this time? Then the little girl told of how she had helped to carry the old lady's parcels home. The guard stroked his beard for a while and then, shaking his head, he said, That was a very good deed, but it is not enough. You still must try again. On her way home, her head bent in thought, the little girl saw a puppy dog lying on the side of the road. It had been run over by a car. It was very badly hurt and was crying pitifully. Quickly she stooped down, gently picked up the puppy, tenderly carried it home, put medicine on its wounds and bound up the broken bones. When she was busy nursing the puppy, murmuring, croning words of sympathy, she heard a knock on the door. Come in, she called absently. Her attention still centered on the poor suffering puppy. As the door slowly opened, she discovered her visitor was none other than the guard of the Golden Palace. What brings you here? she asked wonderingly. I have come to give you the golden key to the Golden Palace, said the Guard smilingly. But, but I have done nothing this time, exclaimed the little girl. Oh, yes, you have, the guard assured her. This time you have earned your reward. When you helped your mummy wash the dishes and make the beds, you did not do it with a willing heart. All the time you were wishing you could be outside playing, weren't you? When you gave the old beggar your money and I did not give you the key to the golden palace, you were sorry that you had ever given your paisa and you wished that you could have it back. The little girl hung her head sorrowfully for she knew the guard spoke the truth. The guard continued speaking. When you helped the poor old lady carry the parcels, you did it hoping that by doing so, you would get the key to the golden palace. But when you helped the little puppy, you did it because you loved him. You were sorry for him. You did not do it to get the keys to enter the golden palace. But you did it out of love. And bending down, he placed the golden key in her little hands. So dear friends, Boys and girls, remember, 
मोस्ट ऑफ द थिंग्स वी डू इन लाइफ वी डू इट विथ अ मोटिव बाय दैट आई मीन वी डू देम होपिंग टू गेट समथिंग बैक इन रिटर्न फॉर डूइंग देम बट इफ वी आर ट्रू क्रिस्चियंस एंड इफ वी लव चीजेस वी विल वॉन्ट टू डू वॉट इज राइट एंड हेल्प अदर्स जस्ट बिकॉज वी लव चीजेस एंड बिकॉज वी लव दोज हु आर अराउंड अस Thank you for our inspiring story. Well friend, to learn more on God's word, you're welcome to write to us on Adventist World Radio, Post Box number 17, Pune 41101, Maharashtra, India. You can also email us on adventismediacenter@gmail.com. Do follow these programs on our website that is awr dot org slash english program welcome to plug into life where you connect with the source are you at your wit's end i have been there during these times we need to recall the story of the thief on the cross you can read it in luke 23 sometimes like this man who had wasted his life all we have left is a petition This was a real life prodigal son who asked Jesus for an inheritance in the kingdom even though he did not deserve it. Jesus remember me in your kingdom. Who does he think he is? And Jesus like the father of the prodigal son runs to him not with his feet because they were nailed to the cross but with his words. Truly I tell you today with me you will be in paradise. If all you have left is a prayer you'll have the same answer. For more insights and resources, plug into jesus101institute.org. Before you hear God's word, here's another song. It matters not where you have been. It matters not what you have done There is cleansing from every sin in the blood of God's own son God's own son though your sins be as Let's go. 
time to hear God's word. Dear listener, today we are going to talk about grudge. Well, when we hold things against people, we are really hurting them? Isn't it ourselves we hurt? It is impossible to be in relationship with other people and not get hurt. The spirit of offense is always lurking around trying to draw us into a full-blown case of bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. Our feelings are sometimes touchy. It doesn't take much for us to find our emotions wounded by a combination of the wrong person saying or doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. Dear listener, the very fact that Jesus frequently spoke of the need to forgive others proves that people do offend and hurt each other. I once asked a group of believers to keep a, a record of how many times they had the opportunity to be offended in the course of one week. One woman reported that she had 40 opportunities. Please notice I am saying 40 opportunities. Just as God gives us opportunities to be blessed. Satan offers us opportunities to be in bondage. Being offended and staying hurt and angry are definitely bondages. All of God's instructions in the word are for our benefit. Following them keeps us on the narrow path that leads to life. There is a broad path but it leads to death and every kind of misery that goes with it. The broad path has plenty of room for all our emotions and fleshy baggage, but not the narrow path. The person walking the narrow path will have to learn to be before the problem gets rooted in your emotions. It will be much more difficult to pull over if it has long, strong roots. I spent many years imprisoned in negative emotions, staying angry, being offended, and harboring unforgiveness are all negative emotions that steal the life Jesus desires for us. He died that we might live, and he very plainly said that if he can forgive us our sins, we should also forgive others our trespasses against us. Matthew chapter 12 shares many good nuggets about power of forgiveness. Here we have few. We must learn that when people hurt us, they have no ability to pay us back for the injustice done. God will pay us back. He is a God of justice and will bring a double recompense for our former hurts. What other people owe us is nothing compared to what we would owe God if He were demanding payment. We must learn to display the same type of compassion toward others that God displays toward us. However we treat others, we will be treated. We reap what we sow. If we sow mercy, we will reap mercy. If we sow judgment, we will reap that also. If we refuse to forgive, 
we will be turned over to the torturer until we face truth and begin to walk in God's ways. Holding grudges against each other, people holding grudges with each other, does not change them, but it does change us. It makes us sour, bitter, miserable and difficult to be around. We can safely say that when we think we are the person walking the narrow path, we'll have to learn to be quick to forgive. Holding a grudge is actually the grudge is holding us. It is Satan's deceptive way of keeping us in bondage. He wants us to think we are getting even, that we are protecting ourselves from being hurt again by establishing that we cannot be pushed around by anyone. None of that is true. I want to encourage you to ask God for grace to forgive anyone with whom you have ought anything against. Determine from this point on to keep your heart and life free from all these negative emotions. God has a great plan for your life, but you will only enter into it by staying on the narrow path. In John chapter 14 verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In other words, His way is the only way the will cause things to work out right for us. He was quick to forgive when He was on the earth and still remains quick to forgive today. Jesus said we should follow Him. Let us follow His example by forgiving one another. Then we will enter a new realm of peace and enjoyment of life. God bless you. Let's pray. Our loving and forgiving Father, we come to you with our sinful hearts and sinful ways. We want to thank you for accepting us as we are. We want to come out of this negative dance that we have made for ourselves. Thank you for sharing us love and forgiveness. May we learn to forgive and not only hold grudges against each other, but release them in Jesus' name. Amen. With this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune, 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You may also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. We also invite you to visit our website for these programs and that is awr.org slash English program. This is your host Sharad. And I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until then we wish you goodbye. And God bless you. 